Welcome to Empowering Others Through God's Word by Words to Inspire. Our mission is to inspire you to know God through His Word, to know that there is hope for you and your future through God's Son, Jesus Christ. The podcast today was recorded on the week of February 22nd, 2021. On Easter Sunday, April 4th, our guest, Pharaoh, collapsed in her home due to a cardiac arrest from which she did not recover. Her family feels she would still want you to hear her speak about God's integrity and faithfulness. They hope you will be inspired in your own chase for truth after you listen today. Well, I'm so glad that you joined us today for this exciting new journey with Pharaoh from Southwestern Ontario, and Faye, welcome to our podcast today. Thank you, Ruth. I'm so glad to be here. You know, we had some journeying days a few years ago on radio, and uh, we had so much fun just talking about the greatness of God and, and how powerful he is. And when I read your book, Smooth Stones and Promises, I knew that I wanted to have you on radio and now on podcasts that can go all over the world. We need this more than ever in our day-to-day. Faye, before we get started, share a little bit about you and your family. Uh, well, I, I grew up in Newfoundland, um, <clears throat> lived in, in several places in, in BC and, and uh, Nova Scotia because my husband was in the Navy. And then he became an academic. We moved to Texas for several years and back to Newfoundland. We just always seemed to be going back to the rock. <laughs> and... Um, and then moved here, and uh, we have one daughter and two beautiful, interesting, brilliant grandchildren. The best. The best, <laughs> granddaughter and a grandson, and uh, Olivia and Ethan, and, uh, and a wonderful son-in-law. I shouldn't forget him. And, uh, and so we just uh, have just... Walk with the Lord, learn so many things over the years, you know, learning to, to trust and, uh, in situations. Oh, I could tell you stories. <laughs> I could tell you stories of, of, uh, crazy decisions we made and how the Lord just kind of provided anyway and got us out of it. And, you know, the Lord has been, uh, so faithful. And that's what we're going to talk about, really. That's absolutely that's what right. We're here to talk about. Absolutely. And we've, cre- we're going to have, six sessions in this series with Faye Rowe, and I wanted you to get to know her a little bit as we get started, because you are going to love what is coming up. You don't want to miss a single episode, because there's going to be some follow following along a path to bring us to how great is our God. So today, we're going to look at when trusting God is tough. So, Faye, I'm going to start off today with the first sentence in the introduction to your book, uh, Smooth Stones and Promises, because it grabbed me, and I underlined it when I first read your book years ago, and I believe it'll grab our listeners. And it reads, you're never the same after you meet Goliath face to face, eyeball to eyeball. Can you elaborate on that a bit for us as we get started? Well, of course, it comes from the story of David and Goliath and, and the difference in their size and their strength and their experience and, uh, and how 
we meet giants all the time in life. An enemy that comes to take away what that Goliath was doing. He was taking away something that belonged to somebody else. So when you see a Goliath that can take your, take everything from you or take something precious from you, which is how it shows up either personally or as a family or even as a, as a, a city or a nation, we have to know how to, how to deal with that, that giant because otherwise the giant wins. Yes. And the giant is not supposed to win. No. In no. God's scenario, the giant is never supposed to win. And we see that in scriptures. We see that throughout, beginning to end. Yeah. Uh, the giant never wins when God gets involved. It's interesting because when you look at that story in, the, in uh, God's word, and there may be some that really don't know that story at all. So give us a little perspective, just a little biblical perspective of what was happening with David and Goliath. Well, the, the children of Israel were being attacked by uh, Philistines. And their, their trump card was Goliath, who was a giant who said eventually to the, to the people, Send out your one warrior. They were at a stand, they were at a standoff for, for quite some time. Send out one warrior and we will fight and the winner takes all. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so no decision had been made, but it, it seems like Israel was looking for uh, King Saul, who was looking for a, a fighter. It wasn't going to be him. And, uh, David just was sent by his dad to bring some sandwiches to the brothers who were on the, on the battlefront. Of course, David got there. David was a boy who spent time with God. He knew God. Yes. He mm-hmm. faced enemies in the, when he was shepherding on the hillside. He faced enemies that tried to take his sheep, his father's sheep. And in his meditating on God, in his knowing God, in his trusting God, and, and he took down lions. He, he protected his sheep. He protected what, what God had blessed him with. And so he, he knew God. So when he got there and found what was going on, he said, uh, why isn't someone taking this fellow out? And uh, no one was, no one was stepping up. Yeah. But David finally said, I can do it. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And finally, after he'd been put down by many people who said, I can do it, he got in front of Saul. And Saul said, go ahead. And he went to, Saul tried to put up his, his, his armor on him. And it was too big. It just didn't fit him. It didn't fit this little shepherd who knew God. And he said, no, I'll take my sling. I'll take my slingshot. I know how to use that. And he went before Goliath with a slingshot and a word from God. Yeah. And took him down. So what you're painting here is a picture of an impossibility. You know, this had been going on for days and days. Yeah. Goliath on one hill and the, and the Israel, sons of Israel on the other side. Yeah. And, and the, the situation was impossible. Yeah. And a lot of people were just running in fear. Yeah. They, they were, were literally escaping. They were and hiding. They, and then comes this young boy who wasn't even big enough to be in, or old enough to be in the army at that point. Yeah. 
He wasn't ready for that. Yeah. But he was prepared. Yes. Because of what he had done on the yeah. hillside, yeah. playing his harp, getting to know God. Wow. That is really a powerful, powerful story for the day in which we live, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. We, we, are, we are facing giants every day. Yes. Let's talk and, about some of those, okay? Well, I think the biggest giant we face is fear right now. Uh, fear of all kinds of things. Obviously, fear of a, a virus. <laughs> you know, fear of um, breaking rules. Fear of what else could come. Uh, fear of the future. A lot of people are facing the fear of, of how they're going to provide for their families in, in a time like this. Yeah. Other people are sick and, and diseased and fearful of, of uh, whether they will live, whether their, their loved ones who are in this situation will live. There, there's just everywhere we turn something to be afraid of. <clears throat> and really, Ruth, some of us actually feel comforted in staying home. <laughs> and hiding <laughs> you know yes. and I'm not you know I please understand I'm not uh, suggesting any act, any particular actions I am talking about our hearts and where we're trusting who we're trusting in yes. in a time like this yeah. I, I've thought of, as you're sharing some of those fears there's another fear that I see rising and that is the fear of what people will think of us Oh, that's a big one. And, and, uh, because I have friends and family and myself who are being shamed because of mask wearing or, you know, whether or not you wear a mask or va- yeah. take a vaccine, all of these things. And all of a sudden it becomes easier to comply than to stand up for how you really feel oh, because yeah. the fear of what somebody's going to think of you. And one of the things that I'm thinking of that's been quite prevalent in the the Christian community I've found is this idea that if you don't do certain things, you don't love people. That is guilt and shame. And I don't believe that's God's <laughs> from God, even though scriptures are put with that. Yeah. And yeah. good people that I know and love are, are shaming other believers mm-hmm. because their concept and what they've learned is different. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, it, I was thinking about that the very thing the other day about, well, what is, what is love? Are you being loving? And we hear so much about God. And we'll talk about this later, but God is love. We've heard it so often. God is love. He's kind. That's an, that's a description. He's uh, faithful, that's a description, but he is love. And it, it, seems to, it seems to suggest that love is all that he is. But when you really look at who God is and you realize that if it isn't love, if it, isn't, if it is God, then if, if, it is, if God is just, then to be just is loving. Mm. If God is truth, then to, to hold to the truth is love. Nothing that comes from, from love is unlike what God is. And so, <laughs> so when you know that God is righteous, God is just, God is holy, God is faithful, any of those things, if, if, if there's anything in your life, anything that you're being told that does not fit those descriptions of the way God is, then it is not love. 
<laughs> it is something else. Yeah, that's right. That's you right. know, it is, yeah. it is, uh, Maybe what you're doing and, and, and saying you think you're doing it in love, you're hoping you're doing it because you're loving, but you're really doing it out of um, fear of that that Facebook dislike or that nasty <laughs> face that they give you, that angry face on Facebook. We don't want that because that's not loving. You've not been loving if anybody gives you an angry face. That's right. Absolutely. That, that lots of people give love, God, an angry face. Hmm. And it doesn't move him at all. No, not at all. You know, and it doesn't guess, change him at all. I really believe people need to hear this side because it's very divisive, number one. But it's not based on truth. It's based on fear. Yeah, exactly. And and when we base our lives on fear, I mean, we've got lots of examples in Scripture. I was just thinking about Gideon and that huge army he had to uh, to come and wipe out um, the Midianites, mm-hmm. and uh, and how the first ones were sent home because they were afraid. They were afraid, yeah. And I I'm so concerned about people that are way more afraid during this season then they are in awe of who God is. Yeah, you know, the scriptures speak to that. If you're a believer, if you know God, the scriptures talk about what you do when you're afraid. Mm. Psalm 56, 3 says, What time I am afraid, I will trust in you. And Psalm 91, 2 says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God. I will trust in him. There are so many scriptures that speak to when you're in that situation, whatever the situation, and you examine yourself and say, why am I doing this? Why am I feeling this? And when you come to the, to the realization that you're doing that because you're afraid, that's when you trust in God. Mm-hmm. And really, it, I, we, were, we were speaking uh, earlier about that elephant. Yes. You know, yeah. and, and what... What I see as sometimes as Christians doing, and 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 there's a story of the elephant, the mama elephant, who when she's watching, she's watching baby elephant, and baby elephant kind of wanders out here somewhere, and there's an enemy, there's an enemy coming to face that little baby elephant. Mama elephant runs in front of baby elephant, and trumpets the loudest sound. It's a scary sound, even for me if I see it on TV. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's scary. And, and her elephant, her ears just stretch out and baby elephant is behind. And that's what trust does. When, when you're trusting someone who is a lot bigger than you and they, they, they say, here, I'm running in front of you now. I'm in front of you. Stay behind. We as Christians sometimes, we run out because we don't quite trust or because we don't know God well enough to trust him in this particular situation that we run out and we face the the, the enemy on her own. <laughs> Go right over the front. <laughs> and fear makes us make bad decisions. Yes, absolutely. That absolutely. is the key to that whole story. Stay behind mama. Yeah. You know, if you're a baby elephant and you're in trouble, stay behind mama. If you're a Christian and you see trouble, if you if you see fear, if you're if there's there are things in your life that are bringing you fear, run behind, run behind the one who's come yeah. and says, "I go before you. Yeah. I'll be your rear guard, and I'll be I'll be that buckler around you. I'll be the walls around you. Just trust me 
and listen to me and hear me. And this is very significant. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it. And are safe. And are safe. Now, I think it would be really important for us as we're closing out today's segment is to make sure that we do not come across, Faye, that we don't recognize the fact that there's a healthy fear. And we are not oblivious. We're not in la-la land. Yeah. In during this time of the global pandemic or whatever else is facing us, we're not a, a ignorant of the fact that we need to be wise. Yeah. That's not what we're saying. But what I'm hearing from you and what resonates deep in my spirit is that the fear has taken over. And just like you said a moment ago, once we're in fear, we are not reliable. No, no. If we're in fear, we will bend and bow. Exactly. We will, we will make decisions that seem right unto a man, <laughs> but the yes. end thereof is death. Yes. And, and uh, the, re- the call to trust always um, is not because trusting is holy. It's because trusting God is wise. Mm. And it is practical. Wow. Absolutely practical in every situation. Um, but those decisions that we make, because we have the autonomy to make decisions, any decisions we, we want, we can get in trouble making them, but we have the autonomy, uh, we, we do it. We make wrong decisions or we even make fair, fairly right decisions for the good reasons, good best purposes on earth. But if it's made out of fear, it's still going to be wrong. It is yeah. going to be destructive because fear always destroys something in some way. Yes. And yes. I'm looking forward to going on with the conversation and talking about what trust really looks like. Yes, I am too, Faye. And it's, for today, could you leave us with a verse that uh, of scripture? Because these, all of these um, podcasts are meant to whet your appetite to know God better and to know his word more. And so each segment will be ending with a verse for that segment. And then, uh, and then you'll have something to tuck away for those days when you are so fearful facing that giant and you don't know what to do. Go ahead, Faith. Well, I, this scripture really spoke to me this morning. Jeremiah 17, 7 in the King James Version says, Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. And whose hope the Lord is. Wow. And that goes along so well with David and Goliath's story. You can read more about that. But for today, we're just so glad you joined us because we have more coming that is going to help strengthen you so that when you face Goliath in this day, you won't be facing him alone. So thanks for joining us today. Don't miss a single episode. Bye for now. The previous six podcasts reveal in part the legacy of Pharaoh. Our mutual love for God's word drew us together. And whenever we were together, God's faithfulness always took over our conversation. I'm so grateful to Faye's husband, Glenn, and daughter, Jillian, who have kindly allowed me to air these podcasts. I pray that the love Faye had for her Lord and Savior becomes part of your story too. Thank you, Faye, good and faithful servant, until we meet again. 
And to you, my listeners, check out our ministry at wordstoinspire.ca or contact me, Ruth, at wordstoinspire.ca. Tune in again. Until next time, bye for now.